Hey Skyfarers and welcome to AFACast, the Caradron Overalls podcast, where today we're going to be talking about list building for the custom Skyports. Uh, but before we do, let's meet our admirals and uh, have a little chat about the news. So uh, I am the Arkham Admiral, Lee. Uh, we also have uh, Beards of Glory, our custodian for our Sky Wardens, Mr. Kyle Carrick. Hey. And we have our very own Grum Brindle, Duarte Max. <laughs> Hi, everyone. And uh, potentially, we might be joined by Corn in a bit if he's uh, woken up from his beauty sleep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, no, so we jump straight into the news then because there's a fair bit of it. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, so, obviously, new doors came, new Slanesh. We obviously can't do a full. <laughs> in-depth review of them uh but what are your initial thoughts guys kyle you want to (laughs) go um i was talking to some people last night um and one of my friends i haven't talked about him before greg he plays a lot of daughters of kane he was actually very unimpressed with a lot of the changes to daughters um he's under the impression that they kind of got sylvaneth in that their new rules actually makes them quite a bit worse. I have mixed feelings on that, but his points did seem valid. One of them was the teleport for Celebron is now at the end of the movement phase. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not in the hero phase anymore, which means that it makes it a bit harder to do the double tap on the on the snipers, stalkers. Um, the other thing was the fact that the army is now a lot more geared towards like attrition based and or not geared towards it but the idea of it is that the army tends to get better buffs the longer the game goes on like witch brew which brew is much better as the game goes on but the army itself isn't actually durable enough to stick around that long because of all their t-shirt saves and whatnot so um one of the major things that he brought up was the fact that if you have giant blocks of say Sister Slaughter or uh, Witch Elves now, not being able to make them Battleshock immune is going to be a big deal. But at the same time, the points have gone down across the board for almost everything. So you have a lot more points to play with, for, uh, you know, extra CP or getting battalions or taking, um, taking you know, some of the cauldrons that you might not have seen before, like the, um, the Bloodwreck cauldron, whatever it's called might actually start seeing that one now as it's only 160 points. But the new, um, yeah, the new Hag Queens and stuff, just they seem really, really bad in most situations. So we're probably going to stop seeing Witch Brew as often. Even for 90 points, um, I actually, even for 60 points, if the thing was a five up in the first turn, I probably wouldn't use it. Um, but that's kind of some of the thoughts that I got as far as negative for the book there's a lot of good things about it um i usually play snakes so snakes got better so actually i'm, I'm kind of stoked but <laughs> yeah there's goods and bads i think most uh, the most of what i've seen has been positive um but i don't know if that's because it's contrasted to people's thoughts on slanesh because that's mostly negative so and then there's that yeah I'd say for for daughters, uh, a lot of stuff is just being brought up to date, like wholly within 
auras instead of within. So uh, that's good. Uh, it's a kind of a nerf for them, but I think it's good for the overall balance of the game. Uh, let's remind ourselves, daughters were never bad. Never since the book came out, and this is still Aos yeah. one book. So I think uh, they're still valid. There's still cool play. There's more variety. You can play snakes. You can play witches. It's not all the same list. Uh, they got very cool um, endless spells, two endless spells and a prayer. And uh, I think we might discuss this uh, on a separate occasion as well when we talk about endless spells for Caradon. But I think the Viper has some good play. So just as a reminder uh, for who hasn't read it yet, the Viper is an ender spell. Um, no, oh, okay. Someone came there prepared. Is. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's cast on a seven. We don't care. We just auto cast it. Set up with a nine. Moves nine. So 18 inch threat range. Uh, 40 points is awesome for an ender spell. So that's uh, within the points range where you can just fill fill a list when you're like 1950, 1960. Think about it. And what this does is you roll three dice for a unit within one at the end of its move. And for each dice equal or greater than the wounds characteristic, uh, one model is slain. So if you have a five wound hero, three dice, three attempts, statistically, you should uh, have a 99.9% chance to kill the, or slay that one hero. Just straight out, he's slain. Uh, there's no after save against it, nothing. Or, for example, eels. Two plus save eels on rendable. Uh, there's a good chance you can kill one or two eel uh, with that viper. And I think the model looks very cool. Um, the other one, the blade wind, is maybe a bit more corner case. Uh, what is it does? Um, it causes d3 mortal wounds to a unit. Sets up with a nine moves twelve. So we have a twenty one inch range here uh, but what what is important about this is that the units within 12 not wholly within but within 12 of this model at the end of its move do not benefit from cover on their save rolls which for a shooting army can be very very good so this is similar to the high-ish command trait uh, command ability where one unit uh, when it's attacking, the target unit doesn't get the benefit of cover, which sometimes isn't even played because tournaments don't use those rules. But this is uh, a within 12. If you can throw this into your enemy's uh, unit, uh, enemy's deployment, turn one, there's some play there. So yeah, th those are cool. The rest of the daughters, I mean, Shadowstalker is still 100 points. I think that's way too cheap for a teleporting unit that can 12 wounds that can teleport each round. Okay, we'll see. Yeah. They're like objectively better than the Keener Eye, which is a little bit of a shame. But... And they're just better than Shadow Warriors <clears throat> or something alike, so, you know. Glade. Okay. Yeah. I was worth noting, them. I think, the fact that these are both 40 points, right? Yeah, they are. Yes. Yes. So what's kind of cool, I don't think there's any rule against taking two endless spells. Um, you can't use both of them because you only have one spell in a bottle. Mm -hmm. But because they're so low priced, you know, usually KO has enough space in order to fit an 80 or 90 or even 100 point endless mm -hmm. spell. So you could take both um, mm -hmm. and then just have like a utility pick. It's like, okay, sometimes Blade Wind against specific enemies like um, Deepkin or um, Sylvaneth or 
whoever gets cover just like naturally um mm -hmm. or depending on the map you know sometimes maps are just filled yeah when there's a hero he's lookout sir and cover and who knows what mm -hmm. yeah so the blade wind might be useful there most of the time i i, I would say that the, the viper is just like a fantastic pickup as well mm. um, yeah both of these are easy. predatory spells correct yes there is so, yeah. a backfire for, you know. <laughs> there is a backfire, but it's also the double turn thing. You throw it somewhere where if your opponent moves it or doesn't move it, it's still affecting him. So there's potential play there. Um, they're predatory, so they can move around. Yeah, still cool. I'd but actually with, be scared uh, of the Viper when I'm playing. Um, like I'm actually playing what's with Daughters. Because it's like, oh, it'd be kind of sad if it just came back and killed one of your snake heroes. <laughs> it totally happened. Because your snake heroes yeah. move up, right? Like, it's like, yeah. it's actually kind of scary. Um, but it's, I guess it's a good thing to have just in case. No, definitely uh, cool, cool play. And I mean, the Viper looks awesome. I think, Lee, you made a suggestion to play him like molten metal, molten gold. Yeah, so, that could um, look cool, like a metal shaman viper. Yeah, so I, I have like a lot of molten gold on bases and stuff. So mm -hmm. I would do like these dribbly bits, molten gold, and then do the rest like a, I don't know, like a black, irony sort of color or bronzy color or something. I don't know. It's the mm -hmm. head that I would have to think about more because it yeah doesn't maybe I would like make, to make it more mechanical. Exactly. The scales are already quite mechanical, mm. but maybe if you can do even a head swap or make it like give him some plate armor on the head or something, yeah. Yeah, well, I've been I've been looking at this the sprue, and it looks like this top bit is one piece, the bottom bit is another piece, and actually the two bits inside the mouth are separate as well. Mm -hmm. So maybe you could just put a magma draw head on top. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah. yeah, if it fits, I have no idea. Yeah, some green stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, and it's it's open like under here, so you could have like some cogs and stuff. Ah, okay. So it's not a, a full body. You haven't seen it. No, it's like it's made out of blood, isn't it? Ah, so it's just a shell. Okay, cool. Yeah, or there's. I mean, you can always three D print some mechanical worm, snake, cog work thing. Yeah. Whatever. Just take the base size and the theme, and that's okay. Uh, so apocalyptic squirrels in the chat has uh, corrected us on the math on the uh, the five wound here is seventy one point three percent chance. Uh, yeah. Which uh, you don't add up the numbers. Why? You don't add them. Yeah, that is correct. That took me. I was trying to work that out the other day, and I uh, first of all I got hundred percent on ninety nine percent. I was like, that can't yeah, be I right. Thought, I thought so. And then I looked into it more, and then I was like, yeah, I got like seventy two percent. So, yeah. That's that. That is like the chance to roll at least one five. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I like still seventy five percent chance to yeah. kill someone. <laughs> or a skink hero on a four plus. That's I'm gonna say fifty. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Quick math. Uh, uh, and then Eric in the chat is asking if their prayers are in the spells. The war scroll does say in the spell has the keyword in the spell. So as far as I yes, the heart of fury the heart and the hand uh, that is a, a prayer an invocation of cain 
and oh, really? uh, we cannot use that. Yeah, the third one is a invocation. Okay, I left that off because it's just it doesn't only buff towards Kane. It doesn't yeah. help us. So uh, it's no a prayer. There's nothing you can do against it. It just happens. It's a buff thing. So that's Don't... interesting that they've done a box set and one's a prayer and then two are spells. Oh, well, okay, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, they're strange. Because that, uh, they have both. They have priests and spellcasters in their yeah. army, yeah. so seems fair. Okay, yeah. I think that's yeah. all for daughters. Uh, Slanesh, oh man. The expensive uh, is, is the answer, isn't it? Expensive. Um, I like the fundamental changes uh, to the activation wars that they took took away the whole fights last for locus of diversion, but now it's if your demon hero charges he can roll a dice and on a four plus if he's a greater demon on a three plus uh, i think he fights first is that correct okay i can't remember uh so there's no you fight last but it's just if i charge you then i get to fight first Which, is that okay, okay. It, okay. i thought the there whole... was a there's something yeah. about um no pylons as well right Oh no, there you're correct. That's the thing. There, they don't. Uh, that's only Sigvald. Yeah, you're completely correct. Only Sigvald, when he charges, he fights first. Uh, the rest is just uh, when they throw this uh, four plus or three plus. The locusts they cannot pile in. So similar to the sharks, uh, harpoon or net launcher thing. Yes, you are completely correct. Uh, I was mistaken. I Although, uh, yeah, I think it's actually worse than the shark harpoon. And it's and you have to be like mm. the shark harpoon does it from range as well. <laughs> the shark harpoon just does it from range, so yeah. that's worse for you playing against it. This one, the guy has to come to you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if he doesn't, I mean, if he doesn't attack you, like on an edge or somewhere. Yeah, they um, have to attack at an edge pretty much, and so like it's yeah. great um, against cavalry. And cavalry, mm -hmm. I think, is going to be the. The the what do you call it counter to the shooting meta because you have to cross the board you have to get there there's some really tanky mm. cavalry you can play um, so yeah. I think it might be looking forward and that might be a relevant thing later as I think we're going to start seeing more heavy cavalry armies mm -hmm. in the future um, but. Yeah, we'll, we'll kind of see how that plays out. Mm -hmm. And then the other change the, uh, is to the depravity system. Now it's just at the end of the battle shock phase, you check any unit on the board, so yours and the enemies. Uh, if they suffered a wound or have less models than they started the turn with, generate one depravity. And when I first translated this from the Italian scrolls, I thought it was only slanish units. I thought, okay, that's a big nerf, but okay, I'm fine with it. Because now a keeper is 12 depravity points. But then I reread it, <laughs> and it's like, oh, no, it's any unit. And you can just, I mean, hurt three units yourself with an endless spell that you throw through your, your lines, MSU units. Then you do some spell casting. Then you do some charges. You got 12 points really fast. And this is in, in any in any battle shot phase. So after round one, you can have easily accumulated 12 depravity points after the first round. So that, what is that? A keeper each round? I don't know. Seems like uh, GW's not learned their lesson. Yeah. At least, at least you can't uh, Congo line summon. It's one summon 
per movement phase, per your movement phase. Yours yeah. or the enemies? I think yours. Yours. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you never know <laughs> with Lanesh. Everything's weird. Weird and flashy and pink. Yeah, so I mean the other thing is like it's it depends whether you build towards the uh um the depravity sort of build. Because if mm. they haven't built towards it then it's not gonna be that great. But if they you know, there's been talk about taking Rotagus and using mm -hmm. him to put wounds on your own models and stuff and uh, the other thing is like if it imagine if it matches up against like a croak seraphon build which is like spamming or could just, just spams multiple wounds all over the board yeah so it's just like oh, depravity everywhere um yeah. so I don't, I don't know it's interesting i guess but they're very expensive so yeah but they're good so I don't know. We'll see. Maybe they've run out of. Maybe that's their their thing. The, the units you get are expensive, but you can get more for free. Demon units for free through summoning. So yeah. maybe that's their late game. You know, but um, we've been there. It seems familiar. We've been there. That summoning is too strong. It was too cheap. Then they changed the points. Went overboard. Then Salanesh wasn't as good. Now they went back to zero. Restart. Mm. Same issue in my in my opinion um we'll see we'll see how they play out um they have some cool movement archers they have some normal archers the slangors are quite meh in my opinion <laughs> they don't do anything um i don't think that's i think that's a high opinion of them <laughs> you're giving them too much I credit mean, poor beast of chaos players you thought you get new models <laughs> guess what they're not good sadly yeah, but so... Sigvald, Sigvald's a, a beat stick, so he's good. He has an interesting, yeah. interesting mechanic. Sorry, Lee, uh, that he the wounds he causes cannot be negated. So, Kotrick, watch out! <laughs> it kills uh, kills Marathi too. Uh, no, because no, Marathi no, doesn't doesn't, no. doesn't ignore wounds. She yeah. just uh, she doesn't she negate does ignore wounds. wounds. She ignores them, but does not negate them. Yeah. Mm. She has a different mechanic. So for he can't slay her. Sadly. That'd be fun. Ah oh, well rip Gotrick then. <laughs> yeah, for two hundred and sixty points he's I don't well, know how well he synergizes with the rest, but I think he's good for two sixty points, he's good. Yeah, the other thing is he's hard to kill plenty because mm -hmm. he's got he's not got a huge amount of wounds, but he's got that four six. up. Six wounds. Um, but so he's like a mini go trek himself as well, except for the fact he's fifty percent faster because he moves six instead yeah, of four. Yeah, his his attacks are weird because he has either five attacks or whatever his unmodified charge roll was. Yeah. So if he rolls more than a five, then he gets that many attacks, and they all do d three damage or two damage. Yeah, three up, yeah. two up, minus one or two d three. Minus two d three. I think it's it's the opposite way around. It's two up, three up. And he can get plus one to wound, so he can be like two up, two up. Uh -huh. but, yes. Yeah, so he can well, be potentially killing. We'll but see. he's one we'll So from a KO perspective, you know, I'd be quite Yeah, happy but just one model that can, one model is enough to wreck an Iron Club. Yeah, but he's one of those <laughs> ones that you can, if you can keep away from him, then, yeah. Yeah, you don't I mean, they got, they got run and charge, pluses to charge. He's fast. Yeah. You can get there, but yeah, enough of stupid chaos and elf people. 
Yeah. So in summary, are you concerned about facing up against these of these armies or hmm. I think Morafi is always a thing that you need to play around. Mm. Either ignore her or half move her with a navigator and just let her be. Let her sit on her objective or let her be and just kill the rest. Uh, or find a way to but we don't have the melee and defensive like hammer anvil unit that can just dance around with Murafi for four rounds until she's dead or four turns because like, you need her, to do wounds in, in their turn yes you, you need to, to survive the combat in your turn first so you need to shoot at the big one because the small one always gets look out sir and another minus one and I don't know who, what else she gets to so just shoot the big one she's a monster and each turn and then maybe it takes three rounds to to get rid of her mm-hmm. um slanesh i don't know they're fast they can be in your deployment round one they can summon so shoot the heroes i don't know horse <laughs> archers are going to be really cost efficient um they gonna be really fast they're gonna have a 14 times two is um 28 inch threat range um i think it's more it's 38 yeah they can run and shoot 38 yeah so they're 14 inch move 18 inch shooting and then they can run and shoot so so 38 so more than uh, sentinels (laughs) yeah i mean they don't do mortals so that's okay but they they're very cost effective 180 points for five models i think is what it was Mm -hmm. um it's it's a it's a fair amount of shooting power. I don't know if they can buff it so much. No, um, I don't think there is many buffs. I mean, I wouldn't go as far as saying they're cost-effective. I would say they're, compared to the other Slanesh stuff, they're on the better side of things. But, I mean, if you compare them to something like Thunderers... Thunderers are way too expensive. Because they're fours and fours. They don't, <laughs> aren't they, aren't they fours and fours? They're they're fours and fours. Uh, they, if they have more than they get three shots though fours and threes i'm not sure i think it's fours i, I mean fours. i translated this middle of the night i can't even remember what <laughs> uh, who knows but not overly concerned no it is a thing um <clears throat> the yeah Sivgard, i think is just going to be very cost like a cost effective threat does he have a four up funeral pain? Sigvold? Yes, he has. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's you know, it's gonna be like croak in that it's gonna be hard to remove him. Um, like more more hard than we kind of want to spend the time to shoot to kill one model. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um cause it's like, you know, it's still you still need to kill the enemy so we can score points, right? Not gonna spend a turn killing one model. Um so 12 effective wounds and minus one to hit and probably a three up save it's going to be not something that we want to do yeah but it's one one threat that you need to take need to get rid of yeah Mm. it depends we don't we don't have the chaff that we can throw at him just here take care of this for three rounds and don't bother me we don't have them even throwing free engine riggers at him i mean free are not going to stop him so Mm-hmm. No, just throw gun hunters at him. I don't know. Probably if you can if you can avoid him. him for a couple of turns, then maybe. Well, he only maybe. gets his buffs when he charges, right? If you uh, charge him, 
He only gets the extra attacks on the fight first when he charges. He still has, he still has five attacks, though. Yeah. Oh, well. I mean, <laughs> Brent, do we have three up heroes or, or four up units, so with a reroll from gold. How, do you say six wounds? He has yeah. six wounds, yes. You've got 50% chance of killing him with the Viper. So... <laughs> <laughs> Just that into him. Uh, yeah, I mean, he is slanish, so six is their number, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, should okay. we uh, move on? Because we could yes. talk about this all night. And <laughs> I don't know if you want to hear people talk about Selenesh and Daughters of Came for Hours, I'm sure there are videos out there. So Yeah, go to Warhammer Weekly. <laughs> I think those are their armies. Yeah. Check them out. Yeah, or you probably have to wait till Wednesday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's talk about custom skyports. Uh, should we talk about the abilities first? So, so where do we find these abilities? <laughs> these are hidden on the first page of the Allegiance rules. Those, yeah. These are the part where you first read, you can be one of these skyports, pages mm-hmm. X to Y. This is how gold works. Mm-hmm. I think, and then it comes the amendment footnote, whatever. But you already jumped to the page of Zilfin or Urbers or, yeah. or whatever. So <laughs> I had to go look back and like, where are these rules actually? Mm-hmm. What is this? Yeah. Yeah. So these exist. Way... Yeah. <laughs> so this is what what you can take if you don't take a Skyport, basically. So the way it works is you can have one article, one amendment, or one and one footnote. And then for each of those, there's a choice of three, but you can only have one of them. Um, so, and, you know, of course, it says the normal thing where it's, it says you can roll for them if you want, but does anyone yeah. ever do that? Nobody. Maybe um, in a narrative fun game. <laughs> but even then. I thought about oh. doing it in the tournament, be like, hey, at the beginning of each game, I'm going to roll a different one of these. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. But... Yeah. Well, you'd yeah. have to roll when you build, when you write your list, though, wouldn't you, rather than... No, no, no. So you go to the TR and you say, okay, each time I'm going to roll, most yeah. people will accept that. It's like, okay, if you want to die... Uh, <laughs> yeah, they probably each, would. But... Each game, you roll a different one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go for it. Recommend doing that, but... <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so let's have a look at what there is. So the articles... Um, the first one is honor is everything. You can reroll hit rolls of one for attacks made by friendly coward and overlord heroes that target a hero or monster. So, this is the the one we find in Barracks on. It's the mm-hmm. same name, same ability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one is Master of the Skies. You can reroll hit rolls of one for attacks made by friendly sky vessels that target a unit that can fly. Mm-hmm. So, this is the Barak Zilfin article. Basically, yep. And it then the last the one yep. is Settle the Grudges. After armies is set up, but before the first battle round begins, you can pick one enemy unit. You can reroll hit rolls of one for attacks made by friendly Cowdron Overlord units that target that unit. So basically, Fring. This is a weak version spring. of Fring. Yeah. Because yeah. it's one rather than. Because Fring is Barak Fring units, and it's mm-hmm. free, up to three units. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So before we move on to the others, I mean, would you agree that none of those is particularly awe-inspiring, 
or exciting? Um, for the first two in Zon and Zilfin, those are the one, the two rules that I see as nice to have. Oh, I can mm -hmm. reroll ones against your flyers with my ships. Okay, I have two ships. You have maybe one or two flying units. Cool, nice to have. Mm -hmm. Same goes for heroes rerolling ones or monsters. Yeah, but it's nothing that I build an army around. If you want to reroll ones to hit, you play escort wing. Use it for free. Pick something yourself every time. Yeah. Work it um, on point. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's definitely a nice to have. The point of this isn't you're building around this. It's you're building around something else. And you kind of want you want to ch pick which one you want. Like oh, you know, my meta everyone uses flying. But I don't want to play Zilfin, so I'll pick Master of the Skies. But then I'll pick something else mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think i think we'll get to that point where why you actually would <laughs> choose a custom skyport and what that allows you to yeah. Gate. So, but yeah my pick on this is number three set of the grudges because mm -hmm. it's the one that you have control over and will always do something and you don't necessarily until that you just did yes you could just use yeah. a CP to reroll ones to hit, though. Yeah, it's, yeah, but this, um, is, this is it's for, for every every model, every, everyone in the army gets to reroll ones against this. So this is a, a mini flare pistol. Yeah, weaker flare pistol. Um, <laughs> it doesn't have the issues of you know you go against it against you don't like if you don't master the skies and then you play against fire slayers, you don't get anything. And, yeah, exactly. I didn't get anything from that yesterday. Yeah. So, or if you take honor as everything, but you, then you have to start thinking, right, well, I'm going to take you need a hero that's actually yeah. really quite like a bit beefy, you know, can actually do um, some work. So you actually, have to around a bit. you've got a point. I really should have taken honor as everything. Rerolling well, once against all heroes. Is, is, it's just yeah. a good thing to have in this army. But it's, it's only for your it's heroes. It's for your, your heroes as well. Oh, wait. Sorry. This is the Barak Zon one. So only the Endra Master gets to reroll his ones. Oh, right. Never mind. Like that. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, or the Admiral. One. The rest are not <laughs> combat heroes. So If it's for your whole army, like could reroll hit rolls against heroes and monsters. Heroes? Oh, great. yeah. Keeping <laughs> the heroes, the sniping heroes. Yeah, but no. Yeah, 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 yeah probably yeah. number three because you can control it oh okay yeah but like i guess you're right three would be the best you control it but it's just objectively worse than what you could have <laughs> so, um, i think that is a theme that we're gonna encounter uh, several times through this show so i mean i think we can say safely say from the articles you don't decide to play a custom skyport because of any of those that's fair right. isn't it so let's move on to the amendments uh so the first one is always take what you are owed uh, pick up to D3 Caradon Overlord's units in your army. Each one of those gets a, uh, an extra share of Aether Gold in addition to what they'd normally have. So, yes. uh, basically. Yes, it is not just basically. It is the exact text. Yeah. Um, but it's a little bit different to being Urbaz because you don't get the other things that go with it. So you don't get, mm -hmm. you know, the gold from, you know, when the first Sky uh, Skyfair's unit fights and you don't get the... Um, the thing where it stops you, you know, getting the bravery debuff from using gold. Mm -hmm. So, but still, D3 gold, yeah. gold, D3 gold is we like gold a good thing because that's you know, D3 triumphs. And if, if you want one, well, one gold for me each mm -hmm. game, 
<laughs> yeah, so <if> you, <laughs> you need to get some of those weighted dice, Max, and you'll be fine. Uh, I have some here, but don't tell. <laughs> Uh, the next one is prosecute wars with all haste. Uh, so in your first turn, friendly Caldron Overlord's units can run and still shoot later in the turn. So... Tarek Morna. Yeah, basically. Um, and the third one is trust your guns. Add one to the bravery characteristic of friendly Caldron Overlord's units while they are more than three inches from enemy units. So just ignore that one because it's rubbish. Um... Thematically, I like this one. Like, oh, I'm brave because I'm far away. I'm going to shoot you. Mm-hmm. But gameplay-wise, do you need that plus one bravery? I don't know. Like, if you could, if that one was in one of the other two columns, so number so three, you could combine it with number one, then like you get extra bravery and to compensate for the fact you're using extra gold. Then still no. Maybe no. I think I uh, run and shoot is is a f- strong thing for mm-hmm. a shooting army. Uh, if you're not flying high, but you're bringing twelve man groups of balloon people or uh, big hordes of archonauts, um, or the D three gold is always great because I mean that's the main allegiance ability, the gold. So yeah, have yeah. some have your ironclad. Revolt hits and then there's it saves. Hmm. So, I mean, we're getting a feel of some of the things that we haven't gone on the footnotes, and we're getting a feel of basically you can pick it and choose things that you can probably get elsewhere, but yes. it's more that you have a choice of what you combine them with. So, yeah. let's have a look at the footnotes. So, the first one is there's no reward without risk, which is once per battle you can reroll a charge roll for a friendly cowardron overlord unit. Um, it's not bad, but it's one it's for, again, one for battle. It just, hmm, you can do it with a CP. The navigator can do it for ships if he doesn't use his Ether Storm ability. Uh, I think um, Brock can do it with his command ability for everyone wholly within 24 for SCP. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, it's the so, once per battle. If it would be once per turn, okay, maybe. But once the thing, per battle, the no. thing about like these is they basic. Some of these you can see they basically haven't changed them from the previous battle tome. Because okay. and I think we had six choices for each in the previous battle tome. I might be wrong. I'm going from memory. Um, yeah, because there was definitely six choices for the footnote. So, um, so that was one of the footnotes that we had in the previous battle tome, and they just kept it. Um, it's no, I mean, it's not something I would pick personally. Yeah, because of all the different sources. I mean, maybe, maybe someday, uh, they'll get rid of the the um, standard, you know, the default command abilities. Mm-hmm. Then this would be fantastic. That will be uh, until then. The day that Brock arises. <laughs> yeah, like I could see it happening. Maybe in three point it's just gone, right? Yeah. Like. Then the it admiral would... will be fantastic. Our yeah, are, be all so the admiral good. abilities don't make sense now. Then they would mm. make sense. Yeah, um, and it's interesting because actually, when we had the previous book, you know, and um, before two point like you didn't. You used to be able to pick an extra footnote, even if you had a skyport. 
in the old book and so you, sometimes you'd maybe take that there was a case for taking this in the old book because you'd be like well you know even with grapnel launchers and you were doing charges for three inches away you're like well i don't want to risk failing that charge so because you didn't have the command points then but you do now so i don't know it's not a standout pick is it so could be a thing move, could be a leftover move, yeah let's move on uh to there's no trading with some people which was the best one in the previous book and that everyone always used to take um that's got a rework um so once per battle friendly cowdron overlords unit that has run and or retreated in the same turn can still shoot and or charge um so that was really good basically mm-hmm so it's basically a run and shoot or retreat and shoot and charge. Yeah. Which the ships can already do with fly high. They can already disengage, retreat and shoot. Mm -hmm. So this is probably something you want for your Skyfarer units. Yes. It's one thing to bear in mind is so if you do it with a ship, is that they can do it without flying high, which means if they move they mm -hmm. can be three inches away from the enemy rather than nine inches yes so there's some potential use for that. or if they've you know taken damage and they can't fly high and the main thing i could see this being used so there's two things actually one because all of our heroes have nine inch weapons running an ironclad in or a, or a frigate would be good if you unloaded with all you had like six heroes in a boat that all had nine inch weapons and so you're making the most out of that by being able to actually shoot with them on the first turn. Um, I could see that being good and then following up with a charge off of a battle ram um, and then doing it all again in melee. Like if you had five engine riggers and an admiral in a boat. Um, engine masters. Could, yeah, sorry, engine masters in a boat and you threw them at something. Um, then, then it could be good, right? Like um, you can retreat, sorry, you can run, shoot, and still charge. Yeah. I could see that being good. Now, um, the other thing is that this is the one rule I really wish wardens had built in. Um, mm -hmm. Because if they could, if they had the ability, or if this was in Zon, right, something, if you could retreat, then the time charges is actually usable. Um, it's very rare that they ever have a situation where it's at all useful to run away with wardens because they're too expensive not to be doing something in your turn. Um, and they're too squishy, you know, fragile not to be fighting. You know, they can't take another charge if they get charged by something. So um, this is cute if you had 12 and you, you, know, you tapped a whole bunch of things and then you're retreating from them, you're dropping bombs everywhere. The problem is if you have 12 wardens, you should be playing in Zon, right? And then you whatever you charge is going to be dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you had 12 riggers, then you wouldn't, this wouldn't be a question. I mean, I guess you could retreat and then still shoot, which would be nice. Yeah, well, oh, it yeah. Just him, you know, run, run and charge is a useful thing as well. Run, shoot, and charge. So that, you know, it gives them, if you've got a CP, then it's 18 inch move, basically. True. So, True. I can see that. Um, yeah. This but is, again, once per battle. Yeah. So this is the this is one of the things you can't get elsewhere. 
you can't get this in any other Skyport. Um, you can, yeah, you can only you get can... the run and shoot first turn and more. Now. So it does, yeah. This is one of the things that I think is you would think about if you're considering a custom Skyport. It's like, well, you know, I can get this one thing that I can't get elsewhere. There is a way of getting it in Urbaz, maybe another Skyport, because the uh, Admiral has a command ability that lets you pick another footnote that you don't already have. So if you play in Urbaz, you could have an Admiral with that command ability, uh, a command trait, sorry, and then mm -hmm. pick this. But then you're using, you're basically losing a command trait to get this. A once once per battle thing. Yeah, I think what, what, what I might have some gas is combining this with the second amendment, which was in your first turn, run and shoot. So if you have a lot of thunderers or archonauts on foot outside of ships, you run mm. shoot. Next turn, one unit can still run shoot, so you get a lot of mobility and threat range out of it. Mm. Uh, yeah. But it's I a mean, specific thing. Oh, I mean, I, when we get into the list in a bit, I've got some. There are a couple of lists where this is mm -hmm. being fought out what it's being used for. Because um, you can, there's two ways of doing it, really. You can either use it turn one, can't you? As a as yeah. a way for doing it, you know, some sort of abstract, or you can save it for later. Um, and it, you know, you've got a couple of units in mind where it might be handy for them, even mm -hmm. to increase their threat range or if they get tied up in combat. Mm -hmm. um the last one is without our ships we are naught so once per battle you can heal up to d3 wounds allocated to a friendly sky vessel so uh, yeah there's a hero for that who can do it every turn yeah so i mean there's i mean it's there's no limit there's no limit on when you can do it yeah so that's the main thing is it you can use this in your opponent's turn potentially uh, okay. So you can actually use it potentially when you're allocating wounds. So like, oh, yeah, oh but then oh. it's like D three, so two on average. Is that gonna? Yeah, it makes a difference on the ironclad sometimes. This yeah. this has really got some really niche but powerful uses. Like, so if, for instance, if your opponent has just done, say, if you were your ironclad was on eight wounds left and they did nine wounds. And you're like, well, I'm about to die. Oh, wait, I've got this once per game ability and I can heal D3. And then all of a sudden your Ironclad is not slain and then it's your turn next and then you heal it up. Then the, the fact that you can use it in your opponent's turn. Sounds very, is... very cinematic narrative <laughs> construct. <laughs> yeah. So so like I said, niche. Two things I have with this. One, um, there are a lot of situations where you lose fly high. You're you're one wound short, right? Mm -hmm. That could put you over. That can make a difference. The other thing is the fact that it's actually a free um, hole. You know the 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 engine work for the the plates. What do you call it? Mm -hmm. It gives you plus two wounds. It puts you from eighteen to twenty. This is a like a free engine work if you look at it that way. Mm -hmm. um, that mm -hmm. remember, uh, I think who. Uh, the one guy who won the first tournament was using that. Like it's a it's a good Tubman. Tubman, yeah, Tubman was using it. It's a good engine work, right? It's not my top three, but if you could take it, 
you take it, right? Like if you could take it in additional, this is like taking it mm -hmm. for free. Except mm -hmm. when I say free, I mean you've given up a Skyport to do it, yeah. <laughs> which is quite well, expensive. Well, the other thing is, is you can look at it as having two Endrin works on the same ironclad. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm that, trying to say. As opposed to having you know two on two different ironclads, so there's also that. But no, no, I see it, but the cost for doing it, mm -hmm. it's not worth it. So I mean, let's talk about what isn't on screen because what this is what you get given. It doesn't, but that is literally it. So you, it doesn't force you to take an artifact, and it doesn't force mm -hmm. you to take an entry work, and it doesn't force you to take a command tray. So you, you get a lot of extra flexibility with custom skyports with that. Yes, and we have seen some of these we can find in the other skyports. Mm -hmm. But remember, the skyports are free, and they give you an additional rule. Each of them have like one rule. Zifflin is you always run six inches. Mm. Zon is your Skywarns and Skyfarers get pluses on when they charge in combat. Mm -hmm. So this is the extra rule that we're missing out, which some of them are quite good. Yeah, so it's it's interesting because obviously you get like they all nearly always have a command trait, and then they normally always have uh, an artifact of power or, or entry work and. Depending on the skyport, they're either good or they're attacks, effectively, aren't they? So yeah. it depends what skyport you're comparing it to. But the fact that you have a choice is quite handy, and that's really where I think it, if you're building a custom skyport list is what you build around is, you know, what combinations can you make that is not possible to make in in a skyball. Yes, and it liberates you from often the problem, oh, I want spell in a bottle, or I want this artifact, I need a battalion, because mm -hmm. there's one already assigned to me. Mm -hmm. This liberates you from these 110, 120 points for the battalion, which you can spend on something else. Yeah, so, I mean, there's, from a general perspective, there's a couple of different builds you can quite you can build you can build towards and it doesn't matter which three of these you take but you can build towards a thing where you just either don't have a battalion but then you you know you you get the artifact of your choice and stuff and you build like a a high drop version of a skyport list but with a choice of artifacts and stuff or you build you know something with a battalion or two battalions and you you know you spam the top you you know your favorite uh artifacts is their their things you can do um it's like the only way to take four right four of your own yes yeah i think so because yeah, you could collect the, yeah yeah collector and two battalions yeah four four that you choose as opposed to three yeah, but you could do that in Zilfin. You're stuck with one. You're stuck with the staff. Monar, you get the staff if you bring a navigator. Yeah, if not, you don't. Uh, Urbas, you can't get collector. The ring, you're stuck with the hammer. Uh, Zon, you're stuck with the hammer. Nar, I have no idea what they get. They have an artifact. It's uh, it just a generic one, or is it Adamor? The Aether, the rune that I hate so much, allows you to change <laughs> one dice to a six. Yeah. Once Which per is game. not bad on an Ender Master on foot, 
for his attack. Mm -hmm. So free But compared yeah. to every other artifact in the book. But yes, there are better ones. Mm -hmm. Uh so yeah, okay. You could do this in yeah. one hour, but okay. Yeah, so I mean there's a general problem though, where you can end up building Skyport light or like a diet version of a Skyport gun. <laughs> Uh, yeah, an outpost. Yes, an outpost. I've got a zombie, maybe. Because mm -hmm. um, you can you can build around, you know. I mean, I think normally, if I was when I or when I've been thinking about this, I've been thinking about building around the extra gold or the run and shoot because they're the standout abilities. Um, and mm -hmm. then so then it's like, well, you build around making. Urbaz light or a slightly different version of Urbaz, or you build around like a slightly different version of Mornar. Or the other thing is when you start looking into command traits, the Admiral's Cunning Fleet Master is interesting. And therefore, mm. you build like a Zilfin light. One thing we have not mentioned yet is when we go custom Skyport, we lose two battle line if options. Mm -hmm. We lose the Thunderers from Baraknar. And we lose gun haulers as battleline in and frigates Urbaz. actually, and frigates in Zilfin. Yes, correct. So free, free units in your book are no longer available as battleline. So you're stuck with Arcanic Company and Engine Riggers Sky Wounds if you take a Engine Master with dirigible suit as your general. Mm -hmm. yes. So this is also something to consider, mm -hmm. and it will impact your list building. Mm. Yeah, um, and the other thing is. If you when you start thinking about prosecute wars of all haste, the run and shoot in your first turn, you actually after a while end up with this basically the same problem that Mornar has. It's, I don't know if problem is the right word because that may be a bit unfair. Um, but you have this dilemma where it's do you take um an Ender Master of Dirigible suit or not? And it, in Mornar, it's a dilemma because then obviously you get a command trait you can't use and mm -hmm. here it's that means that you're you know you're not take like one of the benefits of taking a custom skyport is you get a choice of in of all those interesting command traits but actually the ones for the entry master dirigible suit aren't some of the standout most interesting ones mm. uh, they're okay I but would not 100 percent agree with this statement well, are they are they worth losing the things you get from a skyport for? The the options the Ender Master has are definitely better than some of the taxed ones from skyports. Right. Let me put it that way. Yeah. But it's if, not I, as... if I get him and I get to choose a command trait instead of using the Chemist Supreme or whatever the other ones are, I'm fine with that. It's he better than not fun. having one. Yeah, like, he can have plus two wounds or a grudge bearer, which is awesome. Turns him into a killing machine. Yeah, it's um, it's the thing is if you if you take a custom skyport, you have access to things like collector and getting gold, which you can't do in Urbaz. Um, and you get things to you get access to like the the admiral's command traits, which he has like two really good ones. Um, I mean, it's got three really good ones, but one of them isn't good in a custom skyport <laughs> because it's the one that gives it's the one that gives you an extra footnote, but the best footnote 
is that you're really going to be taking. So, but like Cunning Fleet Master is really good, or the one where you get a CP on a two plus is pretty good actually. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, you end up with a dilemma, is what I'm trying to say. With with the run and shoot one, is you you go down this route of do you, you get the same dilemma you get in Mornar? You get the same dilemma you get when reading this book often <laughs> so i mean there's no point us going for all the different command traits and artifacts and stuff because you know yeah we've talked about, talked about so should we <laughs> move on to look at some lists yeah you you do that go ahead yeah. i'll be right back okay. so uh the first one we've got is yours carl so you actually played this yesterday yeah as well Fire was that Slayer. the first time, first time you played it, or first time I played the custom Skyport version? Um, yes. So you know, like I, I played my Iron Sky Fleet on two different. I played it in Zilfin. I played it in Mornar. Um, so here I'm playing it in a custom, which really is just changing what the navigator is holding. <laughs> you know, usually, um, or I guess in Zilfin it would be changing the navigator for a. Uh, for chemist, um, but yeah, it's uh, pretty much the same for anyone who's seen my Skyfleet Iron Skyfleet before. It's going to have mm -hmm. four heroes, which is going to be the Admiral. This time with the Cunning Fleet Master, which allows me to actually um, do somewhat of a Zilfin move, except mm -hmm. like Zilfin Fair, which would be not flying high. <laughs> um, but as running is still a normal move. I can still, I have two CP at the start here, three if I go first, um, or no, three at the beginning of my turn regardless, basically. Mm -hmm. So I can go 16 inches, drop warp lightning vortex within 13, um, you know, so that's a, a 29 inch threat range um, on top of the seven inches that comes out of placing the next one and then the six inches off the, off the other end. Mm -hmm. um, so what I ended up doing with that, um, actually, I guess we'll get to the end of the list here just to explain the rest of it. Uh, Runa Mark. Uh, actually, let's go back. I have these things at the top here. I didn't talk about massive guys. Reroll ones to hit against flying. I just feel um, my problem with the grudge, not the grudge one, the, the one against heroes is, like we said, heroes reroll ones to hit. Um, either heroes aren't in range or the Admiral already has it. I don't care for anyone else. Um, master Skies, there's a lot. The biggest enemies to KO, I feel like, are usually flying. Uh, mm -hmm. One way or another, it's going to be a flying monster because monsters are big and scary. They move fast. Um, Deepkin are always flying. A lot of Zinch stuff is flying. Seraphon will make something flying and throw it at you because that's mm -hmm. what Croak does. Uh, so rerolling ones to hit is is generally just really nice to have in most situations. I know it's not all the time, but I usually find at least one target. And it's for um, your sky vessels, and you've got three sky vessels in this list. Yeah. So, you know, the only things that are actually doing damage. Yeah. Um, always take what you're owed. I think this is fantastic. It's such a such a really good. Um, this is an article, right? Article. Amendment. Amendment. So this is an amendment. This is one of my favorite amendments in the entire book. Um, even in Urbez too, it's just like D3, even if it's one, that's fine. 
because one more Aether Gold on your Ironclad means two activations. Uh, if you're taking Rune of Mark like I, am, like I am, that's three. If you're taking a Flare Pistol, that's four. If you have 10 points less than your opponent, which I sometimes do, that's five, right? Like, um, you're, there's so much efficiency here. I don't care if I don't get more. Um, but so what I did uh, yesterday was just kind of like a DPS check against Hearthguard Berserkers. I flare pistol the um, Hearthguard and then used the reroll wounds on the Ironclad. So I had full rerolls and still had gold in order to reroll saves when they got into combat. Um, if I had picked them as my Rune of Mark target and I killed them, then I would have another gold because the Ironclad would be the closest thing. Right? It's just such a... Um, I call it gold cycling where you're just pumping Aether Gold to the Ironclad over and over and over again until you get a whole bunch of efficiency out of it. And you can put it, sit right in front of the enemy and just have reroll saves for two or three phases, uh, depending on how lucky you are if you get the, um, you know, all the gold you need and the save on the Triumph if you somehow get it. Um, without our ships, we are not. Once again, this is basically giving the Ironclad D3 extra wounds at any point in the game. Um, which, yeah, this is all three of these things are just buffing an ironclad. Everyone who goes inside is just buffing an ironclad. So this is just make an ironclad great again kind of list. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's been good though. Uh, so anyway, going down to the heroes, I already talked about the admiral, why he has that command trait in the rune mark. Uh, chemist spell in the bottle is obvious for warp lightning vortex. I don't use it for damage. That's not the point. Um, just like I said for Mornar. This is a board control. I'm playing chess kind of list. This is not a I'm going to kill you because there's not enough damage. Mm. Um, flare pistol, I'm trying it out. Like I said, the gold cycling is really good. Um, I usually prefer Voidstone Orb just because I hate getting hit by Gemnids. It's, it's like the worst thing um when you have everybody inside of a boat or usually i line all three boats next to each other and then a gem just hits everybody in the army so i usually prefer void stone storm uh but the flare pistol is really good i will agree um engine master with harness is just always a good pickup always healing uh, it's good to have some healing and then it's great melee if you're under that nine inches because you can be with the uh cutting fleet master you can move forward and then move forward again and then shoot and in charge if you really need to, depending on who you're against. Um, like that. So this list, because it's a two drop, would just kind of crap on uh, sisters, um, like Bloodstalkers, in, in a unless they had a one drop list somehow. Um, so there's 30 arcs here, just because they're kind of have to have an Iron Sky command and attack. Um, the two that go in the attack squadron, obviously, are inside the frigates. Um, once again, Iron Sky attack is fantastic because that's how you actually score points in this army. You can't always beat your enemy off and you can't always move on to objectives um, in most other lists. But you can use these to score points. You can use them to body block, like have the arcs just off of a point when you move on to it. And so that it keeps them from... Um, piling on onto a point. If you can keep your enemy off for two or three turns, then you can win a game usually. Um, and then because it's Iron Sky Command in addition to 
depending on how close you're standing, because 18 inches off an ironclad is huge, you can actually have Battleshock immune on all three of these uh, Arcanaut company. So even if there's like one or two left, if they're keeping the enemy in combat and then they have to retreat onto an objective or they have to retreat to fight you or something and you're appropriately body blocking um, the objective, then sometimes they can't even retreat onto the point at all because the boats are huge and you can make a wall of boats and then the arcs in front of it and then make them so they have to pile in. Um, one of the kind of like smart things that I do is usually remove um, models in such a way that the arcs will usually die to cohesion, but it'll keep things from piling in uh, onto places you don't want them to. So it's just something to think about. Uh, three engine riggers are just tacks, but they also heal the three boats. So you can either use them to score points, you can hold, hold objectives in the back, or you can go with the boat wherever it wants to go. Um, and then obviously I have my three boats here. Ironclad with last word because we don't have a melee army. So we're not going to be taking the uh, the hook and the bram. We don't need hull plates because like I said, I have the without our ships, we're not. Um, and I think those are the only two that I really care about. You could take the booster to go up to 14 inches plus six, but I don't think it's needed because 29 inch threat range on warp lightning is pretty good. Um, in fact, I didn't even go my whole six. I didn't even use the command point to run on my game because like 13 inches is far enough. Um, also, the navigator's ability allows you to reroll charges. Sorry, reroll runs. No, I'm kind of yeah. Uh, so you could just roll roll the dice anyway, and then force it if you need to, in either situation. Um, so yeah, it's a it's just good to good to have. Um, you don't need the plus two movement in most situations. Um, magnificent omniscope, you do need the movement here because fourteen inches on your frigate is going to be really important for moving because you can't fly high and deploy an iron sky attack. And then sky mines, just because we don't are not in Urbaz and we don't have a better, um, yeah. because we don't need to take shoots. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I mean, I think I like this list a lot. Like I said, um, always take what you're owed is fantastic. Being able to take the flare pistol um, is great. Although I guess I could do most of this in Urbaz, like I was kind of saying, and then replace the um, the sky mines. With the, uh, the what is it called? I'm blanking on the breath of Morgrim. Yeah, breath of Morgrim. And then I really could just charge um, Arcanauts into an enemy, use the reroll saves, and then use the footnote Nurbaz to get the gold back, and then still have gold on them, and then not have an, a battle shock issue. So you could use this Nurbaz, almost the exact same list is what I'm saying. However, um, you would lose the without our ships we're not so it's something to consider maybe sometimes that it's going to be clutch like i've had situations where i died by one um or i've just been two wounds short of being able to fly high again so mm -hmm. so i mean there's a couple of things maybe we need to unpack on this list which is cunning fleet master for anyone that doesn't know what that does is that before the battle begins, so after the armies have been set up, but before the battle begins, you can uh, make a normal move of a sky vessel, 
Um, and if the sky vessel is not an ironclad, it can fly high. So essentially that can allow you to do the same thing as Zilfin. Um, you were doing it with an, an iron, with your ironclad, uh, yes. weren't you? So you weren't yeah. able to fly high. Um, um, but So the, there's two weaknesses of that compared to Zilfin, isn't there? So one of them is it's before the battle begins, so you don't you can give away the turn, but then there's a there's a risk because um, you're not you know just sitting in the corner of your own deployment zone. Or but typically you probably want to take the first turn with this t- to be able to use your warp lightning vortex. Um, and then the other thing is that if it's with an ironclad, then you can't fly high uh, with the sky vessel. Um, so you don't have quite as big a threat range as you would in Zilfin. But the other thing the list is doing is is com- basically combining Zilfin and Urbaz. Yeah. Actually, it's very much what I'm doing. Um, yeah. there's, what's what's kind of neat, though, is the fact that I would compare it more to Mornar than I would compare it to Zilfin, because Zilfin, you can do it at any time, right? This, mm-hmm. you can move afterwards. So what I like about it is... I wasn't able to do it yesterday because it was against Fire Slayers. But you could just go 16 inches forward and stand right in front of them and then give the op the first turn anyway because the Iron Cloud <laughs> is 2 Aether Gold. It can survive at least one activation against most things in the game. And you have the um, last word, so you get to shoot them when they charge you. Yeah. So um, I actually gave up the first turn yesterday. I don't know mm-hmm. if I ended up saying that. Um, and then I used the uh, Warp Lightning Vortex in my first turn before leaving. And I kind of threw it on one side of the map just to zone. And I didn't do any damage, but it didn't matter. All I did was hit three uh, groups of Hearthguard and then stop them from running. And then I hopped onto the other side. And since this was Star Strike and all three, um, a two out of three of the objectives landed on the side that most of his army wasn't on. And because they couldn't run, he just conceded. Like it was like, I can't get to you until turn three or turn four, actually. Because of the way I deployed and basically made a wall with my ships, you'd have to kill me in order to get across, in order to get onto the objective. And then even behind the ships, I still had arcs that were kind of sitting there. So, um, you know, I kind of got lucky with where the things got placed, but um, at the end of the day, it's just like if you can bait your opponent to go to the wrong side of the board, and then you warp lightning vortex the ability to reposition, and then you just leave. Um, it's going to, you know, it's going to win you a game even if you can't kill things. Like I didn't have the damage to do any. I didn't have the firepower to really do any damage, but I won on points. So I mean, I guess the question with this list is because you brought it up earlier was that you could run it in Urbaz because Urbaz the command trait is only for the chemist so you can get kind of fleet master in Hermas. Um it doesn't you wouldn't lose any of those artifacts. What you'd lose is an engine work. Um so the question is is this better in a custom skyboard or is it better in Hermas? <laughs> um it depends on how much you value the without our ships or not, I think. Um mm-hmm. well the other thing you could have is that without our ships are, are uh, we're not. You could have the, the you know the retreat, the retreat run and shoot and charge one as well, which is potentially very useful. Um, 
But uh, I yeah, think I so would build a different list to do that in retrospect. Like when we were talking about it earlier, I was thinking, man, you really could just, uh, like I said, put five engine masters and admiral in, or you mm -hmm. could lean into iron sky attack and then taking 12 rears uh and then run forward i'd swap out to always take your own with the uh the mordar but then still have a command trait so you can build a um a rigor rush command you know sorry a rigor rush uh mornar list but have a real command trait by keeping it in the custom skyport would be something you could do um this one is something that you can do um, but I'm just doing it because the, I'm making the ironclad more durable. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the only real advantage of taking this in, in a custom over Urbans. Mm -hmm. The trade-off is I'm losing the footnote, which would allow me to use the arts just a little bit more um, aggressively. Yeah, so by going custom Skyport, you favor the ironclad as opposed to favoring a Skyport unit, basically. Yeah. That's your trade-off. Um, there is um, obviously other ways you could play this if you were playing, or you could do the same thing because you don't necessarily have to do this in a, you know, a double battalion list to do the a similar thing where you combine cunning fleet master and you know uh, always take what you're owed. Um, and again, I guess they probably come into the same question of like, is it better in Urbaz or not? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah, it's a it is a struggle. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Max, what do you think? <laughs> um, the thing with double battalion for me is always you spend a lot of points. On, on battalions, which could be mm -hmm. shooting. <laughs> Very true. You bring uh, 30 Arconauts, but let's be, be honest, those 30 are not going to kill much without rend on their weapons. If you place them well on objectives, okay, threes and fours. Uh, the three Ender Riggers, nice. Some chip damage. And then you have an Ironclad, which is your true damage dealer, and two frigates, which have D6 sh uh, shots, so which have a better gun hauler shot, like a 24-inch ranged gun hauler yeah. and four um, carbines. So I think, as, as Kyle um, correctly said, this is more a, I'm going to play around board control uh, style instead of, I'm going to shoot you. Oh, you're dead. Yeah. Um, you can do something very similar in um, in Zilfin double battalion. You might have to lose one of the heroes, uh, and you obviously lose one of the artifacts. So you lose the, the rune of Mark and get a um, staff of ocular optimization. Um, but then you can redeploy even with the ironclad, as we said earlier. Uh, let, let me put it, I think it's a, a very clever list for playing a custom skyport. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Okay. So, I mean, when it highlights 
the issues with the custom sky ports a bit, mm-hmm. doesn't it? That like so we, when we did the other shows before we did the Zilfin show, it was always like, well, is are the, is this would this list be better in Zilfin? <laughs> and when you do a custom sky port show, the question is, would it be better in a sky port? Is I think the question. Yeah, um, and that's uh, what this this list essentially highlights the, that question. So it gives us a rubric to judge all of the other lists by as well. I'd say this might be better in Urbaz because mm-hmm. you get a better Endron work for your second frigate. Better and better. <laughs> you get mm, you get an equal more use of it. I think you get um, the rest you can do yeah. the same. The one yeah. thing actually that we didn't mention about this, which is as clever or a good use of the custom skyport is you're mostly using the gold on an ironclad, so the fact that it's losing the bravery doesn't really matter. Whereas if you're most if you're mostly planning to use a gold on a unit, then outside of Urbaz, then you're you know yeah. you're losing bravery every time you use gold. It doesn't yeah. matter so much on an ironclad unless you come up against flyers or something. Um, you know, a bravery based attack. Um but yeah. So let's move on, I think, because we talk about this quite a bit. Uh, to Kron's, uh, the Kron drop Mark 7, I've called it. I don't know if it's Mark 7 or 6 or 9, however many versions there are of putting lots of funders in a boat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this list has settled the grudges, which is the Rebo ones against one enemy unit. Always take what you owe, so going for the extra gold for D3 units, and there's no reward about risk. I'm not entirely sure why that to be honest but um that's the one we get to reroll or charge um so he has an entry master with dirigible suits the general um with grudge bearer command trait a chemist with emergency vent plates a navigator with flare pistol uh three units of sky wardens um two of which uh are units of three with a drill cannon and a body gun uh, and then one unit of six with a sky hook, and uh, the rest have got sky pikes and pistols. Then you've got 15 thunderers with two fumigators, the rest of rifles, two gun haulers, one with the collapsible compartment, and an ironclad with the last word, and Cronstock escort wings. So it is four drops. Mm hmm. Um, and he's basically using the gun hauler to move the heroes around uh, so that he can have 15 thunderers in the ironclad. Yes. Um, What's and... interesting here is he chose the Grunstock escort wing. We're rolling ones to hit. Mm. But he's doubling up with settled grudges, which is you pick one enemy unit and re-roll ones to hit. Mm. And, so... and then also flare which is re-roll all failed it. Yes, so it's a lot of re-rolling ones or hits against potentially the same unit. Mm, not sure that there is no reward without risk and re-roll a charge. The only thing he's going to use it on is the six Sky Wardens. But I don't know. Is that worth it? Because those five, okay, six Sky Pike attacks in not zone so fours and threes one rend d3 damage 
Hmm. I don't know if they're they need an eight to charge if they flew high. I'm not sure if they're gonna swing so, away. The only thing he's getting out of this is that you can you, you can take compartments um, instead mm -hmm. of. Um, but but it? honestly, you really could just drop one Thunder model and have mm. 14 and hop them uh, under the ironclad. No, you'd have to drop two because you've got the navigator and the chemist. The and navigator does not really have to go you, with. You cannot go under strength in battalion units. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. It doesn't work. So what this list allows him to do that you can't do in Urbaz is it allows him to have the last word and compartments in, a, in essentially an Urbaz list. Mm -hmm. Because you wouldn't be able to have both. Which that then allows him to have the 15 funders. But the funders, they bring two fumigators. So I guess he wants to deploy them somewhere. But he will not deploy them before the second round. Because mm -hmm. he doesn't have a hero phase disembark or a yeah. hero phase move and then movement phase disembark. Yeah. Well, I think the plan would be the first turn to shoot stuff at range and then second or third turn get them out to hold a point. So then you're going to get use out of the fumigators for two rounds, maybe? At that point, most of the threats should have been dead and not charging your funders. Yeah, actually, so one of the major things I lose, um, see being an issue is you lose out on making the uh, gun haulers battle line, mm -hmm. which that role is big. And then thunders themselves, if you were in Urbaz, are, become targets for the, um, the footnote in Urbaz, mm -hmm. which gives them extra gold, mm -hmm. which you would really want to do in this situation. Where it's like, okay, um, hopefully on a D3 you get two. Those two are going to go to the Thunders and the Ironclad. Um, so you use one at some point to reroll wounds. You're going to have one extra. Uh, you get into combat, you're going to reroll saves. And then after the combat, you get to t use the footnote to activate again to get more gold and then give them the Thunders to reroll um, re something next turn. right? Like That's usually what I would do Ooh. in such a situation. Um, the, the problem here is that you have minus three bravery. If you, or sorry, minus two bravery, if you start gold cycling on those gun th the thunders, mm -hmm. um, which would be kind of awkward. Um, yeah, cause they're two wound models, two wound models. So once they start running away, um, um, the, the thing about this list is if you took it in Urbaz, you would have to basically, you would end up taking the um, the buoyancy aid, wouldn't you? In which case, or you'd have to drop the funders down to ten. You'd probably end up taking the buoyancy aid, which means you'd want to put the funders up to twenty, and you'd then, because funders cost more than sky wardens, you'd basically end up losing both of them, or not have an entry master to which will suit. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, no, I follow you. Um, <laughs> um, that might be that might be my issue with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, so, I mean that's fair. Uh, I you could do this, you could do this on its own. Um, 
And it is worth something to be able to move the chemist and the navigator, I guess, and the gun hauler. Or yeah, especially since could... the uh, chemist has the vent plates, so you can put that uh, the gun hauler right next to the ironclad, and it's minus one to hit, and then the six up feeling pain. It's not bad. Mm. Um, yeah, when you're trying to shoot the ironclad or something, it's not bad. Minus two to hit any of the people inside. Minus three to hit a hero. Mm -hmm. But in, in Urbaz, you could put the chemist inside the ironclad with minus with vent plates. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. and you could still get the flare pistol. So it would just be a case of um, downgrading the Ender Mask with original suit, most likely. Um, so you have you, 25 If you put the chemist in the ironclad, then you can't fly high. No, because you'd, you'd, you'd have the buoyancy head. He's no. saying to drop last word, which I don't, mm -hmm. don't know if it's, uh, it's worth it. Yeah, um, that's the thing. If you go 60 models, so one model and makes you change the um, yeah. engine work, and that's the reason why I dislike 15 Grand Stock Funders. I always go for 20 because then, it, you know, at least it's worth yeah. it. So that's basically what this list is doing is allowing you to not have the buoyancy aid. But just with And still have all the gold. Yeah, that's fair. I can get behind that. That's a that's a worthy trade almost. Uh, because mm. uh, <sighs> losing yeah, but... the gold on the Thunders an additional time is kind of a huge issue for me because I love it. Um, but last word is really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then I don't get the reroll charge. No, I don't get it at all. <laughs> no. Then why no, why uh, not, you know, because he doesn't have the Iron Sky, why not Battle Shock? Or why not? He really should just have the, without our ships, we are not. Yeah, because yeah. the I think I would drop the Fumigators. Like, if you weren't going to do an Urbaz version of this list, then this is, you were going to go with the Custom. I think if it was me, I would go with, um, without our ships, we are not, and I would drop the Fumigators, and I would literally always be, flying high with the ironclad and keeping the thunderers inside um because you always want people to then be like have to have a reason to charge the ironclad and get shot and having the extra because people are always going to be trying to charge your ironclad and you're basically keeping the thunderers alive you know behind the ironclad like people go you know they can they can they when they charge the ironclad they can attack your thunderers but they're minus one to hit or they can attack the ironclad but you've got the extra healing on it then um, and you can gold cycle on the ironclad, and because the thunderers are inside the ship and therefore probably not going to take quite so much damage, you know, the bravery is not going to be so much of an issue on them. I probably would have As taken some rigors then, yeah, if, if that was the plan. Um, maybe swap the three sky. Well, actually, no, you need wardens for escort wing. Uh, so this is a this is actually a reduced drop, that's pretty good. So this is a three drop, four drop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's four drop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I can see that. Um, but yeah, you really could just kind of like wall up and then just keep backing up and then healing four wounds a turn. Mm -hmm. um, the way I would play it is you, you know, the iron cloud would be going around to different parts of the board, uh, and after stuff had charged the iron cloud, you know, and got shot. 
and therefore damage, then you'd use your Sky Wardens to finish them off um, yeah. in the next game. Well, the Iron Glad's taken out, you know, your next target. I would take uh I would I would still take the shotguns and the cannons cuz I mean it sounds like you'd be at 12 inches. Um if you're just going to keep hopping backwards you might as well maximize the firepower. Um and then accept the fact you're going to be charged and just have three gold that you're using or sorry no, two gold in this situation. Two gold to just reroll saves in two different phases. Um They could do that for two turns. Yep. Um, any thoughts, Max? No, I don't think there's much more left to yeah. this than what we divine. Yeah, it's a fair. bit unfortunate that the Kron hasn't dropped yet and <laughs> appeared uh, to explain his thoughts, but I yeah. think we, got, we kind of got the idea. I have a feeling Kron was up all night translating leaks of the Daughters of Cain book and is uh, now dreaming of snake ladies. Oh, <laughs> <I can't laughs> see that. So let's uh, let's move on to your list, Max. Uh, do you want to take us through it? Okay. Um, so I've went uh, also for Settle the Grudges. So choose one unit, reroll ones to hit for everyone. Uh, then we get the extra gold. Always take what you're owed, because I think that's a good, good deal to get extra gold. Uh, and then we have the uh, there's no trading with some people, which is the uh, retreat and or run and or shoot and charge. Um, what we have we have an Iron Sky command with uh, inside the 10 Arcanauts, two units of engine riggers, six and 12, each with one Skyhook. The rest is melee loadout. We have an Ironclad with a Skyhook and a Battle Ram. And then we have a Navigator with a Voidstone Orb, just in case you need to dispel some Soul Seeker, Elder Spell, or Vortex for Croak, or you know some of those Geminids which could really make a difference if you stop that for one turn. Um, as the other two heroes, we have the chemist as our general with a collector trait, so we get an extra artifact. He has spell on the bottle, uh, which is bound chromatic cogs. So giving us uh, two plus move, two plus charge. And we have another Ender master with Ender harness. Uh, I gave him the cog monculus um, just because there is no other good artifact for him <laughs> to, to be given. Um, and uh, I needed a third hero, and he can heal the Ironclad. I then, wish that he did mortals on the charge while in the boat. <laughs> yeah, the, the shot gauntlets would be good, but if the Ironclad charges, he doesn't count as having charged. Yeah. So unfortunately not. Well, that would be a great combo. And then to fill out our battle line, we have uh, two more units of 10 Arcanauts. All the Arcanauts have their fancy weapons. Uh, and we have another Grunstock hauler with Sky Cannon and Spark Torpedo. So this is a four drop list, 1970 points, or so a good, good um, shot at getting a triumph. Mm -hmm. So potentially T3 plus 1A for gold, effectively. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, although the, the nice thing why I like to be low points 1970, 1980 is 
because you can use triumph and um, gold in the same mm -hmm. phase. So you can double down. So depending what you get, it's like getting a free flare pistol or a free uh, It's more of a, I can reroll hits with this unit and then still reroll saves with another. Mm -hmm. in the yeah. same combat phase or something like that, which yeah. is, uh, yeah. which I, I like. Yeah, so uh, what we do, this is um, a bit um, the, you know, charge and hit route I'm currently playing uh, with a Bargzon list. Uh, mm -hmm. I really like the combination of chromatic cogs with the ironclad skyhook and the battle ram. So that's already plus four charge uh, doing your mortals when you charge in the ironclad. Inside then we have an engine master who can swing a bit at whatever is not dead and the cogmonculus. I actually need to check what that even does. Um, that three shots for the extra range. Uh, <laughs> he can reroll one hit or wound roll. Oh, uh, or one save mm. roll um, once per phase. Mm -hmm. So he can, you know, if you have a chance, it's another chance of getting that six for the free mortal wounds. Which one Besides, is the one that gives him plus two attacks? Oh, from the uh, is that, um, that is the um, e quartz mono lens that exchange, ex, uh, extends the range, and you are thinking about the trait. Okay, the, wait. So the the trait is the one that gives you plus two tags. Yes. Okay. That make, make him, uh, makes him like a torpedo launcher. Yeah. 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 So um, basically, what we do is we try to charge people. Because what I found playing Zon is there's really big play in dealing mortal wounds in the charge phase. So all those high save rend ignore units, all those after save units, and well they still apply, but uh, you just jump the, the save they get to do uh, before it. You can really kill stuff with this. Um, the two units of Endrian Riggers, same. Um, the 12 man, they'll, they'll have to move forward, but they move 14 if you use the cogs and then charge with a plus three. The six Endrian Riggers, they can hitch a ride and they get a plus three and they just need a, need a six to get in combat if they uh, deployed or set up nine inches away. The Ironclad needs a five to charge something. Uh, and there are these moments where you then just roll a 10, roll a 12, plus 4, 16, uh, so that's 8, 9, 10 mortal wounds I recently done. Dealt 13 mortal wounds to a Bastelodon, charging him first turn. I mean, that's like the look on your opponent's face is just priceless when you, you boom, okay, <laughs> and now I'm going to drop bombs. And now this guy inside is going to hit you with his hammer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep, that's uh, good. You can reroll the charge with the navigator for the boats, so that's a bit of safety. Even if you like, you only get a six. You might want to reroll to get more mortals out of the battle ram. And then the Arcanauts, they're just doing their thing. Ten can go inside the ironclad. The other ten are just sitting on your backfield objectives and scoring you the points throughout yeah. the entire game, because you're just jumping around, throwing in Ender Vigas in the middle, and the two boats jumping around, shooting, charging. Dropping bombs. Basically, that's the idea. Uh, coming to the main question of the show, is this better in a different Skyport? Uh, yes, 
you get less gold what's on if you take sky warns instead of the engine riggers the 12 they do significantly more damage on the charge because yeah. they get plus one to it plus one to wound now you're threes and twos one rend but d3 damage and they get two attacks each so that's 23 attacks instead of just the 12 attacks um i like the retreat and charge so if your boat gets stuck in somewhere it's not dead you get a double turn okay let's back up <laughs> and let's try again to park into this parking spot. Like, mm-hmm. go back in. Like the, I think the uh, black coach can do something similar. Like, r- remove and then charge again. Or you wanna, okay, I'm done, I'm stuck in now here with these twenty chaos warriors. I wanna go somewhere else. Retreat, shoot someone else, or shoot them and then turn somewhere else. Can we not disengage and shoot and charge? No, we can't. Can't. Uh, no, disengage. We can shoot, but we cannot charge. Okay. Uh, so that's the you know, and I think the once per battle doesn't bother me that much because if you've done that twice, then mostly that you're at the point where the game's over anyway. Uh, or you know, you've done it, your thing. Now you're doing it again. You're round four now, so it's not as important. Uh, yeah, a couple of different things you can use that one as well because you could use it on the twelve engine because I mean they've they've already got uh, fourteen inch move. And then plus, uh, plus three to charge. Yeah. Um, so the good thing is you could have them further back, actually, right? Or, or you can get across the screen to what's behind them. Yeah. You run so, them, shoot them at the screen, and then charge whatever is behind. So I you're going with a command point uh, six. Point. You're going twenty. So you're four inches away in some deployments uh, of the yeah. screen. You shoot the screen, and then you get a plus three. So on average, a ten charge so you're on 30 inches you're almost at the end of of the map yeah there's also the psychological effect like if you're there's two things about this list is one is it can catch a lot of people with their pants down because they won't necessarily expect this from ko definitely Um, definitely things on people they're like ah because you start putting down your uh iron sky command um Okay, in this case, not because the 12 engine riggers are also in the command, but you put everything, you're the gun holder in the corner. Mm-hmm. Six engine riggers with him in the corner. You're going to, ah, oh, what's your threat range? Yeah, I'm going to deploy back here. Everything I can fly high and hitch can be nine inches in front of him and still alpha. It's just the 12 engine riggers that you need to properly deploy on the front somewhere. Mm-hmm. Or you put everything in the back, say, I mean, it's four drops. You start and I'll run into you. And they don't expect this. And this is great. I played today uh, with the zone list against Eisenf. Yeah, two plus unrendable eels. Just rammed him. <laughs> Eidolon with his, he's on a three plus, then a two plus. I don't know, minus how much to to hit. Oh, I can't, I can't shoot at you, or because of the um, the artifact they have, I can't attack you. I'll just run my boat over you. <laughs> you can't stop that. The bombs ability—you can't stop that. So big fun. I think it's personally. I think it's the way to play KO in a meta with these things that are either can't be shot that or have high saves, high minuses to be hit. Because your ending riggers are good in combat, twelve of them with extra gold, so reroll hits and then still have the reroll saves to to last a round of combat. Mm-hmm. 
and you just run stuff over with your boat. Yeah. Even the even the gun holder. I mean, he can he can move eighteen once per game. Now he's moving twenty once per game, and then gets a plus two charge. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get that little hero with his torpedo and hopefully do like four or five mortal wounds and plus the bombs. You know, he's going places. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, it's it's not a super sophisticated idea. It's a zone list in custom skyboard. <laughs> well, yeah, there's um, a couple of ways you can play it because you, you come across two different types of opponent, really. One that won't ask you any questions about your list and then mm-hmm. they'll be completely caught by surprise and the other person they'll ask, <laughs> the other person will ask you every single question and they will so you'll tell them all about how you you could potentially make those 12 engine riggers run and shoot and charge and they'll mm-hmm. have plus two move and plus three to charge and so of course they react to that and deploy everything further back which you can mm-hmm. use to your advantage as well and then you just move a little bit forward score objectives and say yeah sure now come out of your corner <laughs> yeah <laughs> because the other yeah. thing is is you're basically you can throw everything at the enemy wherever you want on the board, almost. And yes. then you've got the Arcanauts that can sit in your deployment zone and hold That's a nice difference to the zone list where I only have 10 Arcanauts. Uh, here you have 30, so you can zone out your backfield if he has a deep striking mm-hmm. or teleporting. And you can safely guard two, mm-hmm. two um, objectives with 10 Arcanauts with gold. Maybe the chemist is there as well. And the next rounds, when you're in combat, you've done all your charges. Chemist switches the cogs to a slowdown time. Now he's rerunning saves. Mm-hmm. He has his um, minus one to be hit. Mm-hmm. He can he can defend an objective for a round or two with ten arcs. The other thing is about the the plus two move is is actually enough for. The, a hero to run onto the side objectives on places of arcane power. Uh, I think. Um, uh, the top one. Yeah, the, you can definitely, definitely get onto the lower one. I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The top one because they're yeah they're different difference. The middle one, yes. Awesome. Yeah. But the top one you can't get on with a six inch move without cogs because it's eleven inches away. I think or like ten and mm-hmm. a half inches away. And you you know mm-hmm. your normal maximum movement is. 10 of a run um and when i yeah. say it's 11 inches away i mean the outer edge of it you know it's yeah it's a diameter not the center of the thingy um my question about this list is because you compared it to zon and i understand why mm-hmm. you've done that but i think just because we haven't seen people taking cogs or bound cogs outside of zon much but it's something I've been thinking about doing in other lists, and I think there is playing. What you've eventually done, I think, is you compared it to Zombie, you built an Urbaz list with Cox. Um, yes. Less one, less one unit of Arcanauts. Um, so you get more engine riggers. Because one of the things you've done is you took... You wouldn't be able to have Collector in Urbaz, so you'd lose Cogmonculus, but we're not worried about Cogmonculus. Not specifically, no. So what you would lose is the Spar Torpedo. And that hurts. Mm-hmm. But because then... it's a nice. I, I put it on every gun holder. Mm-hmm. It's just such a surprise. I'm going to move 18 and charge you here, boom, dead. Mm. 
So like, today, yeah. that Gonor just like on his own killed three yeah. guards, eels, like through charging bombs and then a little bit of combat. And shooting. so, I mean, if you're going to compare it as well, because you would lose this. Which is really powerful. Uh, it's powerful, but it's a once per game. And you, compared to Zone, what you also lose, which I very much like, is having the Enver Master with the Ether Sped Hammer, which is plus two, two attacks. Two is huge. And five attacks. And six is doing um, three mortals. Yeah. Rerolling ones against heroes and monsters in, in Zone. I mean, here we. We can use Settle of the Grudges for that, or a command point, or a gold for reroll all hits, which means also not just failed, but you can roll everything if you're fishing for sixes. Uh, I used that today. That guy just did nine mortal wounds on, on eels. You know, boom, hammer on the head, three sixes. There you go. Nothing they can do. All the rend ignore or saves. It's that that's something I might miss. But other than yeah. that, yeah. And obviously, the bear of the Iron Star is another thing where you can just throw a hero somewhere, and if if he dies, he's still there on the two plus. So, but yeah, nineteen seventies, uh, good trade off for Triumph. Yeah. Um, so, on balance, do you think this is better than if you played Zon? I think I get more out of Zon because these 12 Sky won't do more damage compared to 12 Engine Dreams. Mm -hmm. This well, is slightly more survivable, which actually I appreciate a lot. Slightly more the, range, too. What if the Engine Riggers were, um, you know, using their gold share? Or using a gold share? Because you don't. Uh, yes. If you get a Triumph, maybe a hit or a. Because you're gonna buff them with a chemist, rerolling ones to wound already, mm -hmm. shooting. Yeah. So their swords and pistols could be rerolling all fail. Uh, their swords could be rerolling. And you could use a triumph that you get if it's hits uh, or the saves, or, or use a gold instead, yeah, and if you still have a gold for the next round. Yeah, yeah, the extra gold. The extra gold is if you get two goals, put one on the iron club, put one on twelve engine riggers. Depending what triumph you rolled for, yeah, that could mm -hmm. be sweet. I'll have to try it, but I think I'll still stick with Zon, just because Zon is a free drop, and this is a four drop. Mm -hmm. And I very much value deciding who starts. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you, I mean, this is an alpha impact. This, yeah. It's not an alpha shoot. It is some shooting, alpha shooting. It is a alpha combat. It's a alpha everything. Free. I play in three phases alpha. It's, uh, uh, and I want to decide, will I go first and like, take out your important things so your list doesn't work anymore? Or am I going to sit back, wait, and then do my double potential, potentially double thing? Yep. I like the list. Actually, this is probably my favorite custom list. Um, the only thing that I would change is mm -hmm. I would drop two saws, one for each uh, rigger for grapnel hook. Just because I really, 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 really like stopping someone from retreating. Um, if you you're, you're going to make this commitment, right? You're going to be on the objectives. If they have to, you can tap something like you you destroy whatever it is you charged into, right? If there's mm -hmm. a second unit 
that's right there, and you had your grapnel within three inches, but outside of, um, you know, outside of actually touching them, then mm -hmm. that one model has to pile in three inches. One model is going to hit you, but it's not going to kill your unit, right? Mm -hmm. but now that whole unit that that's connected to can't mm -hmm. retreat. Stuck. Yeah. Um, I've never really used grapnel launchers. Uh, I don't have people retreating from me much. Um, I see that they're more valuable on big units than on MSU units because the MSU unit, if you put them in nice. combat, and it's just going to die. It's six mm. wounds on a four plus if they have rend five plus. It's three engine riggers die quickly. Um, but these two I don't are going to be more survival. The thing is, because it's an entire sword attack. Yeah. But and it's also. Swords are very spiky in their output. It's threes and twos, but you're going to roll a lot of twos. Trust me to it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's you lose, like already lose a lot of output, yeah, whereas Sky wouldn't have two attacks, so it's not as bad. You don't have the, the numbers of dice, so you don't exactly. get, you don't actually approach your average very often. Um, um, I might consider it on the six engine riggers. Mm. I thought about in my zone list to put uh, special weapons, all special weapons on six engine riggers because they often fail to charge or they're just sitting somewhere, but. Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe, but I think I still tend to play zone mm -hmm. with this kind of charge, shoot, charge, and fight damage mm -hmm. list, and then be battle shock immune from the uh, Ironclad Battalion, the Iron mm -hmm. Sky Command, which is all great for the 12 block. Because if they lose three or fours, then they spend their gold, they're minus one. Maybe they got two golds in this list. <laughs> they spend two, they get minus two uh, because they don't have the Urbas uh, ability. Yeah. They're going to start running. Mm. Yeah, but I think that's anti. You could discuss the Voidstone Orb, maybe. Mm. Maybe if you play against a lot of flyers, you might want to use the uh, ability that his Ether Storm triggers on a, on a two instead of a three. You get a plus one on that roll. I think, or is that a trait? Am I confusing this with the... No, that's the Cyclonic Aether Meter. Or you can get Fire Pistols. I mean, always a solid choice. Uh, it's dependable what you do. Or what, you, what your meta is. Is it all Bloodthirsters? Okay, then maybe you want to stop one from flying or... Um, yeah. But I guess this list could probably kill three or four blood forces in one round. Yeah, well, there's a, a couple of things in this list that you could switch out based on meta. Like, you could switch the navigator to a second chemist and put vent plates in if you were coming up against a huge amount of shooting. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. You'd obviously then lose your, your reroll charge. Um, yeah, but, but you'll have a, one or two command points. Mm -hmm. exactly. Basically, that's, that's what you use them for. You either use them to reroll ones to shoot on the ironclad, but we have that from Settle the Grudges. So um, then, yeah, use it for charge, reroll charges. And this, it's a nice thing about Iron Sky Commands, it gives you options on those heroes. So, like, yep. equally, depending on your meta, you could take out the Ender Master and have Bent Plates and Voidstone Orb. Yeah, uh, absolutely. He's, I mean, he's a source of healing, D3, which is nice for the ironclad, but yeah. once you charge someone, bombed him, Attacked him with ten Arcanauts from the inside. 
the ironclad with one or two golds is going to survive. Mm. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, and then you could drop and change. You could actually navigate if you wanted to have flare pistol and void stone all. Yes, you could. But, yeah. Um, that's less a meta pick and more of a. Yeah, season to taste, whatever, or what model yeah. you like. Yeah. What I like about this is it's nice and aggressive. It is. And that's is. something when people, I mean, we've seen KO, we've featured KO a lot on this channel, tournament <laughs> winners, but <laughs> you often find people, you ask them, oh, have you ever played against KO? Ah, I played him once in the old book. Or, mm -hmm. ah, no. They're not as common here. Mm -hmm. uh, even in this tournament, I'm participating tomorrow, I'm the only one among 30 mm -hmm. people. Uh, and it's so people don't really know, and what they know is ah, uh, you can do that warp lightning thing and you know, move and yeah. move again. Like, no, I'm not doing that, I'm doing yeah. something completely different. I'm gonna charge you, and boom, boom, boom. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I saw someone on Facebook today talking about care, and they were saying about how they can get all these pluses to hit. Don't know where they got that from. Uh, yes, and Tempest Night. <laughs> but okay. you need to keep your uh, hurricane alive. But that's another show. Tune in. Yes, yes. Let's move on um, to. Oh, this is one of my lists. Uh, oh, so I love the name. Maya, Maya just said this. But the reason well. it's called this list is called Admiral's Folly is because I spent a huge amount of time trying to come up with <laughs> the perfect list. And of course, what happens when you try to come up with the perfect list is. There's no such thing as a perfect list, is there? So I was really trying to find something that unique. that you couldn't say, well, well, that could be better in X Skyport or whatever. Um, and, you know, I went through a lot of versions of different lists. And what I ended up refining it to was something without a battalion. So let's go for the list. It's Set of the Grudges. Which I picked because you can always control that. You can always get use out of that. Mm -hmm. uh, always take what you own because, you know, extra gold shares, always useful. And there's no trading with something because you can always use that. It's So basically, I've ended up going for things in this list that are not um, situationally specific. Because what I was working out was, you know, if you go down the route of having lots of artifacts of power, then a mm -hmm. lot of the artifacts of power available to you are situationally good. Just like we were talking about with your list, how you could swap, you know, vent plates in if you wanted to, or you can have voice stone, or it depends mm -hmm. on your meta. Whereas this is something that I end up basically refining into, you know, well, these are the things that I can always use and mm -hmm. always make use of. And Flare Pistol is also one of them. Like, I don't have Flare Pistol on this list, but I ended up working out that I couldn't get it in because the free the free artifacts, basically, that you can always use and are really strong are Flare Pistol, Spell in a Bottle, and Rune of Mark. Um, and I basically couldn't squeeze it in and then get the other things into the list that I wanted. Mm -hmm. So I ended up finding that Flare Pistol was you know the thing that had to go unfortunately so the list is a chemist with who is the general with collector command trait and spell in a bottle uh an admiral uh with rune of mark um a, and then a second chemist 
Um, then there's three units of Arconauts because you need them for battle line because the chemist is the general. 12 Endrimuggers that have got all the shooty guns, basically. Mm -hmm. um, six Endrimuggers, um, one with a skyhook, and then five swords and pistols. 10 Grunstock Fundras with one Fumigator, which is sort of optional, but I quite like having that in there as a tool. And the rest of rifles and ironclad um, with the skyhook and uh, the battle ramp, and then bound chronomatic golds. So mm -hmm. it's a high drop list. It's nineteen eighty points, um, but everything has. There's nothing wasted in this list. It's essentially because what I kept working out to try and get this perfect list was, I was adding things. You add a baton and you get an extra engine work, and you would get an extra artifact, and I ended up. There was always an issue with there was something wasted. So I ended uh -huh. up building a list where you haven't wasted anything. So I wasn't eight, I haven't wasted the ironclads uh, capacity because you can put the 10 funders inside. Um, and then even though it's high drop, you know, everything can essentially deploy very safely because, you know, the 12 Endermakers have got 36 inch threat range. If you really need it, you can use the, the run and shoot to give them further, but 36, 36 is enough, really. You know, if you can't hit something with 36 inch range, then, uh, I don't know, trying to, I don't know what you're trying to shoot, but, um, um, and bound chronomatic cogs, you know, because like Max, the, I've just fallen in love with that combination with the skyhook and the battle round. And it's not so much about, um, getting the uh like getting a higher charge roll to get more mortal wounds it's more about just guaranteeing the charge roll like so you don't fail oh there's a cat <laughs> um so and the way the list plays is you are gonna cycle gold because you've got always take what you your owes you've got extra gold you've got an admiral to give battle to community because you're gonna be you know, decreasing the amount of um, bravery you have because you're going to be using gold on your 12 end because as well as the ironclad potentially, depending on um, what you roll. Um, and your end are going to, you know, sit back and keep shooting with re-roll hits. So hopefully also getting the, uh, the extra, you know, the mortal wounds from the drill cannons. And then once you get to late game, the, the idea is you will use there's no trading set uh, with some people, either on them or the ironclad, depending on whether the ironclad needs it, because it's taken damage, because um, you've, you've got some healing with the Endromiggers, but you haven't got like an Endromaster or anything. So if you need to fly high and you can't because you haven't healed enough, then use it on the ironclad, but if not, you can use the Endromiggers, because you can then move them 18 inches. They still got four sore attacks, then they're um, well, five sword attacks once you factor in the leader. Um, and you know, they're going to be charging something they probably already shot at as well. Um, so they're you know, it's a late game play to get an objective. Um, so yeah, it's yeah, it's, a, it's a, almost like a no frills list because it's you know, you're not wasting, you're not spending points on the time, you're just getting a lot of stuff. Sorry, why is there a second chemist instead of a navigator, though? Uh, that is so that you can buff 
both Endromega units, or you can even buff both Endromega units um, first turn, or you can buff you know your twelve Endromegas and your Thunderers first turn. Yeah, buff uh, the Thunderers, then put them in the ship. Yeah. Yeah, and the Thunderers at some point can also get out with the chemists as well. So one chemist is going to basically babysit the twelve Endromegas um, to keep giving them. Uh, but how is it going to keep up? It's not moving because they've got they're shooting. So they're, ah, yeah. they're twenty-four inch okay. shooty guys. So they don't, you know, so, okay. they're going to be keeping away from their opponent as much as they can. Effectively, okay. if you re you really okay. need to, you spend a command point on mm -hmm. making him run. Um, or you just yeah, um, you could do something similar with Urbaz giving the supreme chemist and both both units with one chemist, mm -hmm. at least in the first turn before you send off the thunderers. Yeah. The, the uh, second then, yeah, also has you something where you get the thunderers out and then the minus two to hit. So you're even making use of the, you know the fumigator and the because you know they won't get out turn one, but turn two after you've they get out before you charge something. So turn one, you'll charge onto an objective, kill something. Turn two, your thunderers will get out with a chemist, hold that point while your ironclad then goes off and charges something else. Um. I mean, do you have any other questions about the list, or? Um, I think you really should have cannons on the Thunders. Mm -hmm. It doesn't sound like okay, if you're really going to, you have a Skyhook and a Battle Ram, you're going to be dropping nine or twelve. Mm -hmm. The efficiency, I mean, is always going to be better if you're rerolling ones to wound on the first turn. Mm -hmm. uh, then you're hitting on threes and twos. It's going to hit the same. It's going to have more rend. It's going to do more damage than two shot rifle shots. So you should always have, um, yeah, cannons always beat rifles at, at range. Um, I think the shotguns, the deck sweepers also are just better rifles. Like flat out, they're three shots instead of two. Same, uh, mm -hmm. same stats. If you're mm -hmm. using this, you're going to be in range. You might not be in range for two fumigators, so I can see that. You might as well take the, um, the mortar just in case you die, though. Um, so yeah, I, I could. The only thing I would change here is making the thunders into mm -hmm. you know, you're that close. You might as well. Otherwise, this is a really good list. Actually, I kind of wish I'd taken this one or Max's. Um, this <laughs> one would be more fun. Well, no, actually, Max's is really fun. Max's is this probably the be... more fun one. It's just <laughs> <Yeah>. like all out <laughs> attack, which is very fun. But this would yeah, be... yeah. But this has staying power of the thunders, fumigator, and chemist on each end. Yeah. It's a shooting list that gets to choose when it wants to go. Um, so you're not forced into going first, like in Max's, you might need to. This one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this one is, the thing here is the cogs are basically only a um, threat range increment. Well, they, they help, they or, help the they, the Yeah, they help the ironclad and six engine riggers. That's mm -hmm. all they help. Whereas in, yes. in my list, they also help the, the gun holder and they help uh, D12 sky, um, engine riggers. Mm -hmm. Yes. But I like um, the idea that you're playing yeah. for more than three turns, which is, <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's not, that's not how KO works, is it? Yeah. Isn't it a legion's um, ability? Play three mm -hmm. rounds and either win or don't have an army? Yeah. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's how I usually play, right? But this one. Although you lately, I, I often go to round five. Yeah. yeah. 
that, that mystical of being round five where you have like one unit and your opponent has two units and you're just trying to jump on don't even fight anymore like no i'm gonna i need to jump over here and maybe over there and you do the maths in your head where you who can scramble some points and maybe you'll get a draw but if i get a double then maybe here mm -hmm. yeah yeah i, I, I mean, really like both of these honestly um yeah. so i mean and the, the part of the reason why it's called admiral's folly is because and i mentioned wanting to put the players on this list yeah. originally but then i also wanted two chemists and then like Having the flare pistol with those twelve shooty engine riggers is uh, just spend a gold. You get extra gold. Yeah, well, it's the idea was getting multiple turns out of them. Um, so you get, you know, you put, give them a gold share. You, they get a gold share. They start with, and then they get a third turn. You know, with the flare pistol, probably in the opposite order. Um, because um, you have, you give him, you give him the gold because the ironclad is going to get extra gold from the rune of mark. Yes. Um. And the First round, you shoot whatever is uh, reroll ones to hit, mm -hmm. and reroll ones to wound. Next round, you spend a goal to reroll all hits, still rerolling ones to wound. So for two rounds already, you're rerolling stuff with those twelve ender um, yeah. Oh, that was actually the other thing. Actually, was about the thunderers, which Carl brought up about the weapons is potentially first turn you 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 can use them. To shoot the unit that's got uh, reroll ones on it, and then use their gold to reroll wounds. So you're three plus rerolling ones, four plus rerolling uh, all wounds. Um, it's the rerolling all wounds. It's not necessarily a, like that amazing. Like it doesn't give us bigger buff on the special weapons. At least not the cannons. It gives you that threat range beyond the screen if you need to. Yeah. Because yeah. depending where you deploy your 12 ender riggers, they go, right, well, they've got 36 inch threat range and I'll deploy. Or 38 40 even with the cops. Yeah. 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 So no, if you need to shoot past the screen, you could just go 18 inches with the ironclad if you use there's no trading with some people. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, shoot, you have yeah. a lot of options here. Yeah. You don't need to have the 18 inch range. Like the six inches is not going to make it. The, the, the um, Fundra's. Weapons, I think, is something that would there's because there's so is actually actually been an interesting discussion about this with the Celeste book with people saying, well, um, you know, we need to sit on the table, and others saying, well, no, you can you can work it out. There are some things I think something like the weapon option on the funders is going to come down to experience with playing the list, um, and what works for you, and you know how your opponents you know, deploy against you and stuff, and whether you think that extra range is useful or not. Mm -hmm. um, it might be that you don't need it, and then, you know, the extra efficiency is better. I mean, especially if the plan is to get them out of the boat as well, then having the special weapons kind of makes some sense. So, Because um, they're going to get an extra gold share as well after, you you know, you use a really hard... <laughs> Yep. Yeah, I'm get one, they get one. I, think, uh, I don't know. But uh, the question is, do you guys think this would be better in any other Um I guess you compare it to Urbaz? No, then you'd lose the battle run. And no, I think this is this is it. I think <laughs> this is it. You so I think you've you've done it. Um Sorry. 
Is it better than Max's? I don't know, but it, <laughs> I think you've actually managed to make one. Like I would sign off on this that this is something you can do. Uh, yes, this is something you can't do in another Skyfall. But is it better than that? Well, that's not fair because then you just compare. We don't it to know, but we know we know there's list. only one list in KO anyway. So yeah, I'm Gary said. Move on because we're at two hours. We've got one more list. Do we have one more? Okay. We have one more because every single list we've had so far has had that. Which yeah, is gold is awesome. Yes, gold is awesome. <laughs> but the standout yeah. abilities are the uh is that and prosecute wars of all haste. They're the two standout ones that you get to choose from, aren't they? <laughs> so I thought we needed to have a list. And so therefore the question was how do you write <sighs> at least that use run and shoot that's better than Mornar. And the answer more, is 70 more Nard than Mornar. Yes, this, this is Mornar than the Mornar. Right now, right? 1990 points. So you get So you don't have enough. Uh, you don't have enough. You need to drop something in order to get the uh, the command points to force runs. <laughs> runs the six. Um, um, I don't know if these arcs are going to make it in the range. Well, so the idea of this list is that you make your opponent go first. So this is there was a previous version of this list that had gyrocopters, but that forced it to four drops. Um, so three drop, okay. This is yeah. three drop. So you really need to make your opponent go first, um, and, and therefore you really need to make sure that they can't just kill you, which is partly. So you have a navigator first of all. Uh, with the Diviner Command Trait, and if you're not sure what that does, the Diviner Command Trait lets you pick either, pick either an objective or a terrain piece on the table, and then units holy within 12 that are Battleshock immune, and it doesn't matter if the Navigator is alive or not. Um, so even if they kill your Navigator, you're, you still get your Battleshock immunity. Um, you have Chemist is spell in the bottle, uh, and then another Chemist, because um, Chemists are awesome, and I'm, you know, I've got lots of chemists from when I used to play the old book. <laughs> um, then you have three units of Arcanauts, two units of 30, and then one unit of 10 with all the guns, 12 Endermiggers with all the guns, an Ironclad with the Battle Ram, Iron Sky Command, and Chronomatic Cogs. So Chronomatic Cogs does two things. It, you know, We talked about the, the Skyhook and Battle Ram combo of Cogs, and then it also helps with the run and shoot in the first turn. So uh, your Arknauts have um, 10, 12, a 12-inch move potentially in the first turn um, and uh, then 9-inch shooting with the pistols longer than that. So you, need, you basically need your opponent to come forwards towards you and then you counter-attack and go, ha-ha, you didn't realise these Arknauts were actually good, did you? Um, <laughs> And in theory, you will deploy them so that they're both in range of uh, a objective or command or terrain piece, so that they will both be battleship commune from the command tree, mm -hmm. and that when they move forward, they'll still be in range of it um, to keep being battleship commune. Chemist is for each unit of Arcanauts, or one chemist, you know, can sit with one unit between both units of Arcanauts, and then the other one can sit with the Endermiggers. So you're, you're getting re-rolled ones to wound on the units that need it. 
And it's basically a gun line with an ironclad as a distraction. You know what you could yeah. do? Um, I like the distraction ironclad, actually. That's really good. Now, the problem with arcs is that they really need to be on an objective to get that plus one to hit. Uh, you could just not. You could flare pistol, you're right. So that's okay, you can hit on fours. Um, one thing you really could do is actually take the sky cannon with the last word, place the arc so that they make a wall. Ironclad mm -hmm. goes in the center. Engine riggers are behind it. And so if they hit the ironclad, then you can heal with the 12 four-ups. If they hit the arcs, it's like, whatever, you know, go ahead. I have four-up rerolls and save. Um, and so you could just make a wall of bodies. Um, but the distraction ironclad is probably better, but it's also not as durable because you don't have anything that can go with it to heal it. No. Um, the, the ironclad will have to pick around the edges. Um, you know, when someone deploys all their stuff in one place and then you'll see they put, you know, people put like a token battle line unit on a on a flank sometimes. It's going to go around for those. It's going to act as a distraction. So people are like, well, do I run it, go over there towards the ironclad? Do I go towards these bodies? You're making mm -hmm. them go first. So hopefully they'll open up space for the ironclad as well. Um, and you need something that's going to be able to get your objectives as well because depending on the battle plan, your you know you'll move on to the objectives with your Arcanauts, but they can't actually get to the ones on the opposite side. Of the, the other thing is there's no training with some people. In this list, has four targets it can potentially be used on. So if your Ironclad gets hurt and can't fly high, it can be used on that. If you need to really get really far and take an objective that actually doesn't have much on it in terms of bodies. You can use your 12 riggers, you know, uh, to go take an objective. Or actually, you with run and shoot and charge and plus two to move, the Arconauts can actually move surprisingly far. Like people don't expect it from a four inch move unit, they will move 12 inches and then charge. And That's true. They won't do much, but there's 30 bodies that will get. Yeah, you get bodies onto an objective, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, mean, I like I all still, these lists. These I still don't know really if, if Cogs in this list is worth it because that's 90 points for bound mm. Cogs. And the most use uh, is getting for the, uh, the Ironclad is getting most use out of it. I think it's getting a lot of use. I mean, plus uh, four to charge. Plus two. It's giving you plus two move. It's giving you plus two range on all your Arcanos as well, though. So what this yeah. does, that because the rubric for this list is judge it against Mornar. So what does this do that Mornar can't do? So first of all, it has a flare pistol, which you can't do in Mornar. Mm -hmm. It has, which also sixty Arcanos, uh, hundred twenty yeah. shots, re-rolling all failed hits, um, and they're potentially already hitting on freeze. Even seventy Arcanos. Yeah, but the 10 are going to be off somewhere. They're probably actually the 10 normally go inside the Ironclad, um, probably in this list, or they go off. You know, 60, on if you get them close to objectives, 120 so three, shots. 120 freeze, shots hitting on freeze, three and, and then fours, no red. One is re-rolling. No, two could be re-rolling. One, yeah, one, one. one of them will be re-rolling. Yes, yeah, so that's why you have two chemists, because one chemist is with the riggers. And I'm, I'm actually yeah, I mean, like, depends you can't you see what I'm pointing at. <laughs> yeah, use your mouse, remember? Depends. So this yeah. is a list where you could say, well, for example, Archeon. Mm. Yeah, Archeon 
come come yeah. forward. One yeah, one chemist will buff them. One chemist will buff oh, them. Oh, this is a free drop. Yeah, drop the drop one of those chemists for oh. an engine master. And just put it in the boat. Like <laughs> you don't need to buff the arcs. Hero wants to. Uh, well, why not? Yeah, um, and, then, and then the second turn, number of dice. Turn two, you do it the opposite way around. So turn two, the opposite one uses their gold, and the uh, then the chemist busts. We all. I mean, you know, I'd need to do the maths, but 120 shots, threes and fours. We're rolling all hits. We're rolling ones to wound on one of them, or even we, two. We're rolling two all wounds on the other one as well because they use a gold potentially. Uh oh yes um. You need to roll a three. No, sorry, you, you don't get extra gold. Never mind. What you need is a bucket. Um, the thing, the bucket what you need is the small die, the 12 millimeters. Yeah. Big hands, a <laughs> uh, lot of space. Uh, I'd have to math it out, but I think you could shoot one. I mean, this is the, again, bad shots, but loads, loads of them. This is the, I'm going to shoot 40. Dark shards at you, but you don't have a safe uh, style. I'm Dark gonna shards shoot. are good, so that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. uh, but they don't have they don't have rend. So, but if the enemy doesn't have a safe with that spell, uh, you could. It's the same, you know. Skinks doing three shots each, multiple wounds on six to wound and stuff. It's just the amount. I mean, it's fives and fives or fours and fives or whatever it is. But it's just the amount of dice you throw at someone. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, makes it valuable and predictable. You know what this list really needs is a way to get uh, more like sixes to more wounds would be amazing in this list with 120 shots. Uh, if you if you could find a way to give me that, I'd be very pleased. No, but in uh, in in Thring, you can get sixes explode. So um, yeah, yeah, you got 40 only guys, unit. only one unit. Yeah, but if you if you did. 40 guys re-rolling hits, mm -hmm. um, you know, and then they all shot somehow and exploded in additional shots. Uh, the thing is in Fring, no, you cannot take Diviner and you lose one artifact. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what this does that Mornal can't, first of all, it gives bigger threat range when you run and shoot. So it's only plus two, but it's better. Um, yeah. Because you wouldn't be able to get um, could you spell in the bottle? You could get spell in the bottle, but then you wouldn't get. You can. You have to choose between spell in the bottle or flare pistol in Monar. You wouldn't be able to have both, so you choose between the threat range or the damage output. Yep. Um, so it's when you get both, and then yeah, and then, and it gives you the battle shock immunity because you wouldn't be able to have Divino in Monar. Yeah, I really like the the footnote. It's my favorite part about this, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because the footnote has yeah, run and shoot. Uses. So you can the Arcanauts will run and shoot turn one, but they one of the units can potentially run and shoot again turn two. Yeah, especially the Endron Riggers, if you put them on one side mm. and now you want to shoot something on the other side, you might need that 24, 30-inch threat range. Yeah, if you deploy the Endron Riggers on 32. a flank, and they then you just move run, across. <laughs> they run turn one towards more towards the middle, and then turn two they run again towards you know towards your left. Well, if they're in the middle, that, then they're fine because yeah. twenty four or thirty inch radius is just you know yeah that's everything. 
Yeah, that's the board. Uh, no, awesome. But for Gunline, it's surprisingly mobile. Yeah, I like it. Uh, yeah, six inch move. I might try the last yeah. three lists here at some point. They seem a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, do it. Yeah. Almost out like... of batteries on this, though, so we should wrap this up. I'm about yeah, yeah. Well, well. Last list, so hopefully we've come up with some lists that people wouldn't have thought, you know, thought of themselves, and you know, give people some things to think about when they're list writing, rather than you know, oh well, you do Zilfin and you do this, and then. So if you have still seventy Arcanauts left from the last book. Yes, I do. Does. I could do this. <laughs> I don't think I'd have enough sky pipes. I'd maybe have to run pistols. Yeah, sky pikes. I just bought more. <laughs> I have more than enough sky pikes, but I don't necessarily have all the other articles. <laughs> you can always just give him, give him a, an Endron uh, um, Skywarden pike. That's what I did for for my second unit, so they're not they don't all look the same. Just give him a pike, and he holds up like this, yeah. straight. Yeah, yeah that was cool. But yeah, so I know yeah. I think there's a awesome. surprisingly some surprisingly fun list. Yeah, I must admit when we when we set out to do this show, we said, okay, let's think about lists. I said, like, what is this rubbish? Why are we doing customs? Like, who would ever play this? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was always when writing lists, I was like, ah, oh, but it's better in in this, and it's better in that. I can do this better in that. But I think in the end, we came up with lists that are viable and they could do well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. I'm yeah. interested to find yeah. out. Try it out. Yep. Yeah. So, or your uh... next, if you want to wreck face on your next narrative event. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well, pretty good. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I hope people enjoyed watching the show. Um, yes, thank you for everyone that watched. Um, thank you uh, both for joining um, and for writing some lists as well. Um, and I don't know, I think potentially in the future we'll be looking at Tempest Eye. I just don't know yet whether it'll be on this channel or not. And that was all I say to tease the matter. I think. We still do a proper one. We might do. We don't know what. There might but there some, might be some tease, but we don't know yet. There might be why. some sort of uh, collaboration happening at some point with someone. Yeah. Might know more than that. Um, yeah. If you did enjoy the show, please hit like. Um, yeah. And if you want to. Hit like, subscribe. Yeah. If you want to know. Join my Patreon. <laughs> yeah, we do don't have a Patreon. Patreon. No. You don't have one. I do. Click the link. <laughs> yeah, if you want to see more shows from us, then hit subscribe because then they will come up and you can yes. subscribe to happen. There we have be. loads of ideas uh, for future shows. Yes. Endless Bells, we talked about earlier. Mm, yeah. Tempest Eye. Um, and I might start recording my games too. Yeah, maybe we'll yeah that's one thing we'd like to do is when we're back, at least here in Europe, back to play games face to face, maybe record some battle reports. Maybe mm-hmm. pictures, maybe live footage, you know, yes. video, moving, moving images. Moving pictures? What is this? <laughs> moving <Technology>. pictures. <laughs> well, you'll have sound as well, will you? Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Oh, yeah. yes. Would it be 3D? Uh, and one thing, um, check out the Skyport Discord. I think um, oh, yeah. is streaming some time to time, some games. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
check that out. See how he does with his weird custom skateboard list. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, comment below if you've got cool ideas for custom skyport lists as well, because we'd like to see them. But, or yeah. any topic you'd like to see covered in the future. That too. Yes, that as well. But yeah, thank you for watching. See you again soon, Skyfarers. Bye bye.